DeAndre Hopkins is set to visit the New England Patriots, but what can they offer him to make him want to stick around for the year? You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and also your first listen every day. Locked On Patriots podcast is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I am your host, Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me and let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, today's episode brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNFL, and when you enter the promo code LockedOnNFL, all one word, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Folks, amazing stuff. You definitely want to get your hands on one of these and all of the great products that Bird Dogs has available. And as always, I thank you all for joining me here today on the pod and for making us your first listen today. A special shout out to all of you locked on everydayers, those of you who make locked on Patriots possible. I can't thank you enough for your support. My unending gratitude to you. I'm honored and humbled as always. And Patriots fans, your favorite team in Foxborough wrapped up OTAs on Friday. Some notable information. Marte Mapu really stood out on Friday, folks. Had a notable interception on Bailey Zappi, really showing himself to be a versatile member of this defense. Parlayed the day into signing his rookie deal with the New England Patriots as well. So Marte is in the fold. And it looks like he's going to earn a pretty significant spot in the Pats defense in 2023. And the Patriots are getting set for minicamp to begin on Monday as well. Here today to talk about the biggest storylines into next week is the styler and profiler himself. My good friend Thomas Murphy pulling double duty here this week. And we're going to talk offensive line prowess. As you know, that is Murph's favorite subject. And of course, a little preview of minicamp. But first, folks. The New England Patriots are about to officially enter the sweepstakes for free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. I know, just when you thought we were out, they pull us back in. And that's exactly what the Patriots appear to be doing by scheduling that meeting. NFL media reported this first thing Friday morning, Ian Rapport with the tweet out stating that the Patriots are scheduled to host the Five Dime Pro Bowler next week. And of course, we all know that last week, We got a little information on DeAndre visiting the Tennessee Titans. He's expected to take that meeting on Monday with old friend Mike Vrabel. So going to be a very interesting week for the Pats. Minicamp and DeAndre are roughly at the same time. And look, DeAndre Hopkins has long been a rumored target of your New England Patriots. Everybody feels this team is receiver needy. And I don't necessarily think they're as needy as people believe, but DeAndre Hopkins is definitely a veteran that you want to bring into your fold if the price is right, 
and if he's willing to accept a deal that is somewhat team friendly. And I'm not just talking money here, folks. I'm talking years. I'm talking time, his ability to see the field. But bottom line, there's no question that this guy absolutely fits the mold when it comes to a resume. Five All-Pro teams, top the 1,000 receiving yards mark in six of his 10 seasons in the NFL, 71 total touchdowns. And let's not forget that some of DeAndre Hopkins' greatest years came when he was playing under Bill O'Brien with the Houston Texans. And a lot of people seem to believe that DeAndre Hopkins and Bill O'Brien could never coexist. I know the rumors are out there, but believe me, I don't think DeAndre would be coming up here if he didn't at least feel somewhat open to a reunion. And I think that's something that the New England Patriots can at least be confident in. Bill O'Brien, on the other side, has said that he would be, quote unquote, plenty on board when bringing DeAndre in for a visit and hoping that he'll be able to sign a deal here in New England. So both sides appear to be willing to work together again, and that's a good thing if you're a Patriots fan. There are other potential suitors that are going to be stronger logistical or financial fits, folks, and you're going to hear about those a lot over the weekend. Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, Baltimore Ravens, those are the teams that have been prominently mentioned as very good fits for DeAndre Hopkins. All things being equal, the money, the playing time, coaching, things of that nature, I think the Patriots are going to have a difficult time beating out one of those big-time suitors. But the Patriots do have something that no other team can claim, and that is William Belichick. And I know there are some of you out there that think Bill may be past his prime. The game has passed him by. The league has passed him by. Maybe even time has passed him by. But there is still a cachet. There is still a benefit. And there is still a desire for a lot of players to want to play for Bill Belichick. That, to me, could be a deciding factor. I'm not calling it a secret weapon. But I am going to say that DeAndre Hopkins' affection for Bill Belichick could end up tilting the scales in the favor of the New England Patriots. And look, there's a lot of mutual respect between these guys, no question about it. Really became evident when New England and Arizona met in week 14 at State Farm Stadium. And the game, which actually was a 27-13 victory for the New England Patriots, by the way, really, I think, encapsulated a lot of what these two really admire about one another. And Belichick was very effusive in his praise of DeAndre Hopkins prior to the game when we had the opportunity to speak with him, saying, quote, he catches everything. He has great hands. He's long, so he's never covered. Even if he's covered, there's a place where the ball can be that he can go get it and still make the catch. Great coordination on the sidelines. He's a strong kid. You see him break tackles, creating separation on routes, yards after contact, tough yards like around the goal line or that extra yard for a first down type of thing. He's a very smart football player. Very, very savvy. That's a lot of praise for a player that's never played for Bill Belichick. And in general, Belichick can be effusive of his opponents. He does it as, as a tactic. There is definitely some merit to being able to talk up your opponent. That's not what Bill Belichick was doing when it came to DeAndre Hopkins. You can see it when he talks about him. He is genuinely impressed and genuinely, I think, intrigued by what this guy could do in a Patriots uniform under his tutelage. So... That could be something to keep an eye on, folks. As I like to say, keep a sharp eye on the relationship between DeAndre and Bill Belichick this week. We'll see if anything materializes. It's going to be an interesting time. And 
At present, it's unclear as to whether DeAndre is presently scheduling other free agent visits. You have to think he's going to be scheduling those soon, but he is expected to feel several offers before making a decision on his playing destination for 2023. So, as the old saying goes, folks, business is about to pick up in Foxborough. Pats fans, don't forget that Monday may be minicamp Monday, but we still want to hear what you are thinking. So send us your questions, label them with hashtag Mailbag Monday, and we will answer them here on Monday's edition of Locked On Patriots. And of course, I say we because my partner in crime in just a moment is going to join me here to discuss the Patriots offensive line and talk the big stories heading into minicamp. I think it's a safe bet we'll be talking some DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I think so folks. Thomas Murphy joins me here when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, Locked On listeners, some say that the key to a happy life is love, and others say it's financial security. I'll let you be the judge as to what you believe is the key to happiness. But if you're listening to this podcast today, I can tell you from my personal perspective, the real key to happiness, comfortable pants or shorts as the summer is upon us, as you know. That's right, folks. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Bird Dogs. And Bird Dogs are the most comfortable lower body wear that you will ever have. They make you look great. I own a pair of their joggers, and let me tell you, they are the perfect mix of fit and comfort. And the shorts, they're even better. They fit way better than regular shorts, and they're not made of that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric. Looks just like khaki, but it stretches, so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice comfort or movement. And Bird Dogs also use this anti-stink sweat wicking fabric. That's great for us fellas, especially during the summer, folks. That keeps you cool and dry all day long. So don't delay. Get some today. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNFL and enter the promo code LockedOnNFL, all one word, for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Patriots fans, thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. We are your team every day, and it's Friday here on Locked On Patriots. So that means we close the week in style as we open the week in style. And who better? than the man who styles and profiles all over Patriots Twitter. He is the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, my good friend Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, joins me here. Thank you, as always, for coming to me in friendship, Don Murph. Always a pleasure, Michael. Always a pleasure. Let's let's finish the week like we started it, on, a, on, on the good foot. Absolutely. Let's do that. End the week, I should say, on a good foot, because yep. we're going to start it on a good foot, folks. That's a little early call to action. Get your questions in. Hashtag Mailbag Monday. I know it's Minicamp Monday. I know it's Locked On Murph Monday. A lot of M's, a lot of alliteration. I love it. But your questions come first, and they are paramount. Get those questions in, because we will be breaking those down here on Monday on Locked On Patriots. And also, boots on the ground coverage on Monday as well. A lot going on here on Monday. But, folks, in the meantime, we continue to cultivate big stories out of Foxborough. And as I said, to open the show... DeAndre Hopkins coming in for a visit. This is significant for a lot of reasons. Is it the biggest storyline heading into minicamp? Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to get into that in just a moment. But Murph, you and I can agree that the Patriots offense is going to catch a lot of the attention over the course of the next few days. Yep. It's going to be 
all eyes will be on Mac Jones. They'll be on Bill O'Brien. They'll be on the pass catchers. Going to be on DeAndre Hopkins coming up here for a visit. How everybody's but, getting along. Yep, absolutely. But um, bottom line, it really doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. If the big round men that you like to talk about so much, my friend, are not doing their job. So let's start there today here on Freeform cool. Friday. The New England Patriots made a couple of offseason acquisitions on yep. the offensive line. Riley Rafe, Calvin Anderson. We've talked about them here on the pod a lot. We've talked about what they bring to the table as veterans. Patriots also did make a couple of additions via the draft. I know a lot yep. of people thought they'd go earlier. You and I both did. But they got a pretty good uh, pair in City So and, of yep. course, Antonio Maffi, someone that the Patriots got an up-close and personal look right. at the East-West Shrine Bowl. So when you look at this team now and you look at the offensive line, the conventional wisdom says they really don't have anywhere to go but up. But yeah. you and I both know that there's always room for improvement and there's always holdovers, good holdovers that they can have from last year. The new veterans, the new rookies, who has the biggest impact on this team in 2023? Wow. Um, it, it's probably Riley Reef over mm -hmm. there on the right side. Um, I can't see, I don't see anybody right now on this team that can uh, move him out of that starting position. So Reef is going to have to come in here and, and reignite his career, find a little bit of uh, uh, the fountain of youth here in, in New England and, and, and hopefully stay healthy for the entire season. Yeah, Reef is coming in definitely being paid starter money. So mm -hmm. that right there should give you a little right. bit of a tip-off, folks, that the Patriots have high hopes for this Always guy. check that contract. <laughs> Always, yeah, absolutely. Follow the money, right, Murph? Um, but bottom line, he's coming in here with a lot of pedigree, with a lot of experience. Yep. And that's something that the Patriots didn't have a whole lot of along the line last yep. year. Michael Wayne, their top offensive lineman, I think, without question. David Andrews, still the alpha in the room. He is right. the team captain. But David had his injury questions last year. Centers the rule. Have to be, yeah, and the Patriots have to be very cautious about that moving forward. Right. They're always going to keep their eye on him. So they want veterans in that locker room that can step in, take reps, and take on a leadership role when they yep. need to in the absence of someone like a David Andrews. I hope David plays all 17 games yeah. into the playoffs. That's oh, what we all want to see. But at the same time, if you're being realistic, Having veterans helps you in that regard. And I agree with you. I think in I'm terms of 2023, <laughs> I think in terms of 2023, you're looking at Rafe and Anderson probably having yep. the biggest impact. They'll start right off the bat. Yep. And I think as the season goes on, you're going to see more and more veteran leadership. But one thing that really has stood out to me during OTA, and I say this with a little hesitation because All right. It's difficult to really get a handle on offensive linemen before you put the pads on. I yeah. know a lot of people say, oh, well, you can tell by their alignment, their feet placement, this, that. It's difficult. It really yeah. is because you're not going to get a real feel for how these guys can play the position until, you hit. until they're resisting blockers. They're hitting yep. a little bit. Things are getting physical. That's when you're going to see what these kids are capable of doing. And I say kids because I'm going to refer to a rookie in just a moment. I think out of all of the four players that we've mentioned this morning, I think the one that has the biggest upside, Go ahead, I think say the it. one that's going to be really in the spotlight on this offensive line sooner rather than later is City Cell. Yep. And I really like this kid the more I watch him. His time at Eastern Michigan, I think, laid the blueprint for what this kid can do as a pro. Right. 6'5", 330, 
very well sized. You're not Massive going man. to have a problem, you know, uh, with him. The, the defenders are going to have a problem moving him around. He's a big framed guard, but I mm -hmm. like the chances of him moving to tackle. Kick it out. And yeah, I think that there's a chance that he does that. He plays with a lot of strength. We saw that in the run game. That might mm -hmm. be one of the reasons why they might want to keep him closer to the interior right. at times. You see him put defenders in the dirt a lot. He did that a lot at Eastern Michigan. But he's able to drive his defenders backwards. When he plays low on man-blocking concepts, this is where he shines. Oh. High football IQ. There's not a whole lot that you're going to throw at this kid that he doesn't understand, that he's not capable of comprehending, putting into action. He can handle yep. stunts. He can handle the twists. He has that versatility as well. And 34-inch arms, Murph, that tells me a lot about the yeah. wingspan. You need a big wingspan to be a pro-level tackle. I think this kid has it. Yeah, we make so much of it going into the draft, a guy's wingspan, how big his hands are, this, that, and the other thing. This kid has it all, but it's going to take some time, folks. Um, you know, I, I got a couple of comments from, from some of the beat guys uh, about him and when he was playing. Um tackle during OTAs and and actually the the way he would see you know guys like Lawrence Guy Jr. and you know Matthew Judon Dietrich Wise just bolt by him in a New York minute in a New York second they just and he was just sitting there saying what the hell was that welcome to the show mm -hmm. and um like I said it's gonna take some time it's not going to be, um, you know, if something catastrophic happens in game one, he's going to be in there and, uh, and you know, punch his ticket to the Pro Bowl this year. Right. Give him some time. The, the, these kids are not first-round draft picks. They are, uh, are guys that Bill saw as versatile pieces, but he's going to move them along slow. He, he and Clem are going to build them up and uh, rip them down and then build them back up again so that they're um, – comfortable in whatever situation mm -hmm. they're asked to go into yeah very good point i'm glad that you mentioned a, a marathon not a sprint when it comes to these kids and getting ready to see right. the field uh, i saw reports circulating earlier this week that oh so's going to be a starter day one no folks no, he's not going to nope. be a starter day one. no he's not and the patriots and i think city would be the first to tell you he's probably not right. ready to do that uh these guys know their capabilities they know when they're at a disadvantage and they are at a disadvantage right now really all the rookies are well maybe with the exception of christian gonzalez i'm really really impressed by what i saw from him right. this week but there are guys that will come in that will tell you they'll leap off the page a little bit they'll give you the ooh ah moments there you go and i think city's going to give you some ooh ah moments in training camp especially when the pads come on and you start right. to see what this kid can do but ultimately the patriots defenders are going to I think keep these guys in check more right. often than not, but I love the upside on this kid. And I do think he has the ability to take the tackle position. Murph, I know that causes some squeamishness in Patriots nation because we all remember a converted guard in college that played one year of tackle in his senior year or his last year, I should say yeah. at Georgia came into New England and didn't quite live up to expectation. And that is Isaiah Lynn. I think this is a different situation. Isaiah yeah. was a first round pick, a lot of pressure right. on him. City's a, you know, a mid rounder. He's not a guy. I think the Patriots exactly. are looking to place that saddle on. And this I don't a, make it a little yeah. bit easier for him. And I don't think the public will either. You know, the, we all know this, this is not Darnell Wright. Who's coming in here. This is not Paris Johnson. That's mm -hmm. coming in here. This is a kid, you know, this isn't e even, you know, talking about arm length, Skronsky, coming in here who's probably mm, going to end up good. getting kicked in the inside um 
too often, you know, uh, especially here in New England, Bill sees somebody and he likes them. He 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 drafts them a little bit higher than a lot of people think that they should go, right. and they expect, um, uh, you know, immediate results and an immediate starter. That didn't happen this year. You know, these kids were picked in the fourth round, in the fifth round. They were picked later in the draft, in the middle rounds of the draft. So mm-hmm. I hope, you know, just for the media and the public sense that they understand where these kids came from. And, uh, and that this, as you said before, is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, absolutely. Without any question, Patriots fans, I think will be temperate when it comes to that, but folks, that's not to say that you have to be very temperate when it comes to the offensive line. I think you're mm-hmm. going to see a much improved unit. And the biggest reason why is someone that Murph just mentioned, and that is Adrian Clem. He's coming in here with a uh, a purpose he's coming in here yep. to keep these guys in check ready to go and make Can't sure wait. that they're well prepared and when you hear things of that nature when it comes about adrian clem and the way he goes about coaching his team he's very deliberate in doing so yeah and i think the patriots are going to be better for that reason alone and i think because of some of the veteran leadership they're going to have on this if uh, you guys uh, if you team. guys out there remember adrian clem on the on the field he was a very serious individual and he's mm. a very serious coach but i'll let you know how he wants it done and he wants it done in a certain way yeah you're absolutely right dante scarnecchia recently uh joined uh, uh my good friends the untold patriot stories podcast bob halberg uh scott pruzak and dave usher who were that was a good show, show last week here that was a good uh, and show. they mentioned uh, dante and dante said uh yeah he says he was he was a mean guy when he played he says you mm-hmm. might be a meaner coach than i am and at this point i think that's what the patriots need but these guys want to be coached harder and I think you're yep. going to see that. And I think you saw that this week with tempers flaring up and, you know, Cole Strange maybe getting into a little bit of a mix. David Andrews coming over. Mm-hmm. Far and Jennings on the other side getting into it. And you nobody's to touched it. anyone yet. I know. It really is. It's amazing. This is OTA, folks. It's not even minicamp mm-hmm. yet. Tempers are already flaring. The passion is high in Foxborough. And we, for two, and I know all of you out there uh, agree with us, can't wait to see what that passion means on the field for the New England Patriots. And speaking of minicamp, my friend, we're just hours, days away from minicamp mm-hmm. starting Monday, June 12th. The practice fields adjacent to Gillette Stadium. Obviously, folks, a lot of big storylines. Mac Jones, Bill O'Brien, how are they going to coexist? Is Ramondre Stevenson ready to be that guy? Are the Patriots going to have a brand new pass catcher for Mac or whoever's throwing passes out there in New England? And can this defense hold up and be the anchor for this team it was last year? All huge storylines. We're going to tell you our biggest storyline heading in when this episode of the Lockdown Patriots podcast continues. Patriots fans, thank you once again for taking time out to join us here today on Locked On Patriots, your first listen, and of course, your team every day. And don't forget, folks, even though it's Mini Camp Monday coming up, we will give you boots on the ground coverage, but your questions still are top of the heat. Get those questions in, hashtag Mailbag Monday, drop them below in the comments section on YouTube, or drop us a line on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L, or at TMRF207 or the Locked On Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. We want to know what you're thinking, and we can't wait to lend our wisdom and counsel. But, Murph, as we head into minicamp on Monday, a lot of storylines break down. We broke down a few of them heading into the break. 
Let's get right into it, bud. What is the storyline that you're going to be watching this week as the New England Patriots take the field for mandatory minicamp on Monday? The rotation, especially mm-hmm. in the defensive backfield, that rotation. The rotation mm-hmm. on the offensive line. I want to see who's the uh, who's coming out as the pass catching back right mm-hmm. now, how that pecking order uh, is is shaking out. It's all about the rotation. And um, and again, who who gets an earful? All right. We want to see who's going to be getting an earful from their coaches. Yeah, definitely. And if they are getting earfuls, folks, we know the narrative How they is react going to, to be. It. Exactly. We know you the know? narrative is going to be, oh, this guy's everybody, in the Everybody gets house. an earful. It's how they exactly. react to it. Okay? Absolutely. Yep. You're absolutely right. And that's something to remember, folks. If they're getting an earful, there's a passion there on one of those coaches to want to see that guy succeed. It doesn't mean they're right. in the doghouse because they get no. an earful. If they're right. in the doghouse, you're going to know it. They're going to be out on those sidelines, never to be heard from again, maybe sporadic. If they do yep. see any time on the field, that's something to keep an eye on. If the coaches are getting on players, it's because their high expectations are not being met. And here in New England, you have to be. Or you're going to find yourself out of a job pretty quickly. As as a coach, I've coached for many years, people. I've been coaching for over 20 years. First thing I tell my guys is, you know, it's not personal, okay? Right. It's never personal. And if you're getting an earful from me, it's because I know you can do better. The day right. I come up, pat you on top of the head and say, good job, good effort, it's because I don't think you've got any more in you. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And if there is something more in you guys – This group of coaches is going to bring it out of you, Bill. Belichick has never Mm -hmm. been shy about that. And I think now the Patriots have guys back in the room that feel the same way. We talked about Adrian Clem in the previous segment. Bill Bryan is that way. Gerard Mayo is that way on the defensive side of the ball as well. It's not all about the offense here, folks. Defensively, the Patriots do have some questions as well, and those will help to be answered in mandatory minicamp. But... Murph, I don't think we'd be doing our due diligence, or at least I wouldn't be as a host, if I didn't give you an opportunity to weigh in on the story of the day, which I have a hunch is going to end up being the story of the weekend, even with OTAs wrapping up on Friday afternoon. DeAndre Hopkins, visiting the New England Patriots. What are your thoughts on DeAndre? How closely should Patriots fans be watching this over the course of the next few days? Keep an eye on it. Keep a good eye on it. You never know what's going to happen. I don't think that this signing is going to happen. Um, while I think uh, the problems that were brought up about him and Bill O'Brien down in, in Texas were overblown. And I do honestly, I don't think it was attributed to them personally. I think mm-hmm. it was, you know, a little higher up in the uh, the religious hierarchy that was going on down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's more real than it has been at any point in any of the rumors situation. I didn't even think it was going to get to this. The The question is... Who's out if he's in? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, we got Juju Smith-Schuster, Devonta Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and Thornton, not to mention Demario Douglas. Um, so the Patriots really only keep five at the most at the wide receiver position. So okay. who's going to be out? Who's going to be out? You can, if, if, um, for some reason this does go down, you can forget about the two sixth round picks. Mm-hmm. You can. They're both gone. And uh, and this directed to whoever made the comment last week about them not being able to make the practice. They were sixth round picks, people, for a reason. Mm-hmm. All right. They they could get stashed on, on the practice squad. Nobody's going to run out there and grab these guys unless they want their playbook from the Patriots. Um, so so that's that's the big thing with me. Who gets pushed out? 
to bring Hopkins in. Now, I don't think that that Hopkins is a is a real fit here. Um, I think right now he wants to go to a place where he has a much better chance of winning a title. Um, being a homer, I think he'd have just a good chance here as anybody else, but um, any place else. But you know, that's hearsay. Um, and also, you know, a lot of the way Hopkins has gone about his his routine. Um, the fact that, you know, we've had veterans come in here before and not be able to handle it because, you know, you, you're expected to practice every day. Mm -hmm. Andrew Hopkins is not a guy who practices. Mm -hmm. Okay. He, he's a guy who takes time off. Um, and then there's the salary structure and, and there are the, the people out there who, who don't believe in the salary cap, but whether you like it or not, the Patriots believe in the salary cap. OK, they, they don't like getting put into jail. There's only so much real money that they are shelling out. Mm -hmm. So I think that this would be a much uh, um, more doable situation if it was five years ago and uh, Tom Brady was still under center here and happy here. I, I don't really think that it's going to happen now. I really don't. Yeah. You have to think that in terms of pecking order and in terms of DeAndre's wants, needs, his desires, right. that New England would probably be middle of the pack at best when it came right. to satisfying or satisfaction of everything that he's looking <coughs> for. A team with a stable front office, a team yep. with a great head coach. You've yep. got those two things check, in New check. England. Uh, a proven commodity, a quarterback. You can make the argument that maybe that's not the case there. right now. Yeah, I would say I'll that's a, a little... A yeah, I would say that's closer than a lot of people will give you the credit for. Maybe some will scoff at that, but I think Mac Jones is a little more legit than everybody's making yep. him out to be. I think you're going to see that this year, whether DeAndre is catching passes that's, from him I, or I'm not. I'm still taking him over everybody else in that draft. And I think Mac does have the upside there as well. So to me, I think they do meet that requirement, but DeAndre is going to have to be the judge on that. Right. But when you look at money, you look at the ability to contend, uh, I, I think – if we're being honest, Murph, I don't think this team is one player fit. away from contending for a Super Bowl. So right. in that regard, that's going to be a problem. I always look at his affection for Bill Belichick and Bill's affection for DeAndre. Mm -hmm. Is that going to be enough for DeAndre right. to buy into the situation, come in here to New England and be a good soldier? We saw Randy Moss do it. Randy Moss had a, a reputation of being right. someone that really did not have a team-first mentality at all prior to coming into New England, he came in here and was the ultimate teammate until he wasn't. And right. he found himself back in Minnesota pretty quickly when that happened. As much affection as these two guys had for one another, right. meaning Bill and Randy, that could have ended that way as well. But uh, very good point on the fit. On you know, there are guys who come in here there. that just have not gotten it, have not wanted to and put in that, that extra time and, mm -hmm. and, and put in that work. Let me, let me put it to you guys right now. You know, uh, Hopkins averages, you know, over, you know, close to or anytime he's played uh, a uh, a full season, he, he's getting he's getting 140, 150, 170 targets. OK, right. he had 160 in 2020 and 96 last year, and he only played in nine games. Mm. All right. Do you think that that's the way that Bill Belichick wants to run his offense? Mm. I don't. Yeah, I really don't. Good point. You know, mm -hmm. who's your favorite receiver? The open receiver. That's the one that 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 that's the way that Bill operates. That's the way that things have happened here 
throughout the years uh, under Belichick, under Brady, and now hopefully under Mac Jones after last mm-hmm. year's debacle. <laughs> and I, I really don't. I, I really don't think that that as talented and, and brilliant as, as he is, how much winning has he done under under that system and get mm-hmm. just get me the damn ball? All right. Yeah. It, not a lot. There's not a lot of playoff victories happening there. Um, so I just don't think he's a fit. I think the volume that he commands, that he demands, is is counterproductive to this team being as successful as it could be. If mm-hmm. he comes, if he comes in here and he's happy with seventy-five to hundred target, cool. You know, if we can get all get on that page and he understands that, you know, just because you're the alpha dog doesn't mean that you know you eat first. Mm-hmm. Then I'm all for it. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it is. And I think he's he's chasing his ring now. He's already gotten paid. And I think he's going to go to one of the big three. Mm. You know, I think Patriots fans uh, are temperate. Uh, you know, I think they're uh, mostly reasonable when it comes to their expectations for DeAndre. And I think we've seen that on Twitter an awful lot, especially yeah. on Friday. A lot of the comments, people uh, kind of curbing their enthusiasm a little bit about this visit. But some people are getting excited about it. And yeah. it, it is it is an exciting thing. That's I know. Fine. And uh, our good friend Taylor Kyles of CLNS um, oh, has yeah. tweeted out several times that there is a lost step. And people expecting DeAndre yep. to come in here and be that true number one no. are probably going to be uh, disappointed from a yeah, logistical it, standpoint. It's not 2017 still, anymore. It's, yeah, it's really without not. any question. But the point to keep in mind, folks, is this is still a professional pass catcher. This yep. guy can do it in multiple ways. He comes in, he's going to elevate your offense regardless of what. And mm-hmm. if you're worried about money, a very, very interesting thing here to keep in mind. If the Patriots do bring DeAndre in, I think it puts one of the veterans in difficulty rather than the, the rookies. And the reason why is because you got someone like Devontae Parker. And Murph, you mentioned this on Monday. Yeah. Devontae Parker being traded or cut would free right. up $6.2 million in cap space with no dead money. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Bourne, not really that much of a hit if you decide you want to go right. Parker over Bourne. 5.5 million and 1.4 million in dead money. So if the Patriots right. want to clear the room for DeAndre Hopkins to satisfy his contract, they can do it. If they're not willing to go to the next level, then maybe there is a reason why these two are not destined to intertwine Thanks. here in 2023. Thanks for reminding me of the only smart thing I said on Monday. <laughs> you said a lot more than that, my friend. You always, not just the hat rack, folks. Uh, it's definitely uh, our honor and our pleasure. And once again, you broke the wisdom and counsel meter this morning by talking not only about D-Hop, not only about the offensive line, but also dropping in the comments about the rotations. I don't I want that to get lost in no. DeAndre Hopkins' mania, folks, because that, to me, is it the storyline. And somebody keep a good eye on it. Absolutely. Really, keep a and good some, eye on it. Find out who's lining up where and when. Who's who's mm-hmm. there with the ones? Who's there with the twos? Who got jettisoned back to the twos or the threes? And um, and that's the things that you have to that you have to uh, to keep you know the good eye on going into these workouts. Mm. And a drop in that I do want to make when it comes to rotations, Murph, and that is our good friend Ramondre, who's going to work Ramondre. on stick in minicamp, in training camp. Um, a lot of people are heralding Ramondre as the guy. He himself is heralding himself as the guy. He was asked by reporters on we, Tuesday when he spoke with the media year. and said, I'm ready to be that guy. I'm ready to be the lead yeah. back. And I think from everything we saw on the field from him this year or last year in 2022, 
we know that he's definitely ready. I think he has the opportunity to top 300 touches this year. I know, and I say that even with knowing that Bill O'Brien is going to utilize 12, he's going to utilize mm-hmm. the pass catchers a little bit more. Ramondre is so vital to the success. And we're of talking touches offense. here, people. We're not yeah, talking touches. Carries. Yeah, we're, we're not exactly. Touches. That's touches because he's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. I think he's going to be the guy that's going to get a lot of those looks. Ty Montgomery's looking pretty good in that area as well. He might, mm. maybe Pierre Strong can spell him, but yeah. I do think that Ramondre still gets a good amount. Only three players, three Patriots players in the Bill Belichick era have topped 300 touches in one season. Antoine Smith did it in 2001. Yep. Corey Dillon did it in 2004. Yep. LeGarrette Blount did it in 2016. I think Ramondre has a chance to do that There's this year in a Bill O'Brien offense where you want to see yards after the catch. Yep. Ramondre can give you those yards. He can do it on third down, folks. Keep a sharp eye on that one as well. And this is the time to start giving yourself that ability to gain your stamina. If you're seeing him doing a lot of stamina-related exercises, might be a little bit of a hint there that yep. Ramondre is a big part of what Bill O'Brien is going to be scheming and game planning this year. That's it. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really excited to see, you know, as we talked about that pecking order, we we all know that Ramondre is is right there at the top. I want to see who the next man up is and the next man up after that. That's those are the things that that we need to figure out and need to figure out really quick so we can bring you all this this fantastic information. <laughs> Absolutely, folks. <laughs> and the fantastic information from Murph is going to continue on to Monday because it is hashtag mailbag Monday. Get them in. It is Minicamp Monday, but most importantly, we all know that Mondays were created for this man right here. It's hashtag Locked on Murph Monday. Can't think of a better way to open the week in style, folks. So get those questions in to Locked on Patriots. Don't delay. Do it today. Hashtag Mailbag Monday in the YouTube comment section or drop us a line on any one of our Twitter accounts. Bud, what can I say? I always appreciate you taking the ball to help close the week in style. We kill the clock here on Locked On Patriots, just like Bill Belichick is noted for. Before I let you go, any parting words of wisdom or let us know what we can expect from the great pen, the great voice, Thomas Murphy, coming up over the weekend. No, actually, I'm taking the weekend off. It's a, it's a very busy weekend for me. and I'm taking it off and um, <clears throat> go do some things with my lovely wife. Uh, <laughs> and so I'll, I'll be back at it on Monday right here. Don't miss it. And thank you. Thank you for checking us out first, because if you check us out first, you don't have to, to check out the other shows. because they're just saying what we said three days later. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. That is why Lockdown Patriots should be your first listen every day, folks. Murph, marketing team definitely owes you a debt of gratitude, my friend, on that one. Tip of the cap, not of the gods, but all kidding aside, folks, thank you for taking time out of your weekend. Thank you for taking time out of your week, your day. Any time that you spend here on Locked On Patriots, dedicating your Patriots coverage to us, we appreciate it. We're honored by it, and we're humbled by it each and every day and each and every week here on Locked On Patriots. So on behalf of my good friend, the Count of Murphy, Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, I am Mike DeBate. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and we'll see you right here again on Monday on Locked On Patriots. Ramondre, he looks fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>